0: Second down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the uniform source, Christian Gokel, alongside PJ Zuko and Cam Urshry. Glad to have y'all hanging out here on this Wednesday afternoon. So much to dive into. I mean, listen, Jorge Soler, solar power, getting it started early for your Atlanta Braves. Cam, first A-B. First time in World Series history that the first at-bat is a home run. I know I'm the pessimistic one in this group. How are you feeling after that home run?
1: Uh, I'm not the pessimistic one. It was kind of cool. Just the simple fact. It it was really cool um, just to see them just lead off the game with a home run and then end the inning with two runs. Um, They were hot pretty much. I wouldn't say all night, but the first couple of innings they were hot something that they needed to do, kind of like diffuse the crowd, make the crowd go, you know, a little quiet for the most part and Let don't let the crowd get into it. So good game one for the Braves. They're sh- actually showing like – well, I wouldn't say they're actually showing they're in this World Series, but they're showing like they're meant to be there. So that's the good part about everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought it was massive last night. You get that big 6-2 win, go up 1-0 in the series, and now you have Max Freed on the mound for you tonight, looking to potentially take a 2-0 series lead, I think – You have to be favored here with the pitching matchup. I mean, Max Freed has been your, what, 1B option there. I mean, Charlie Morton, you get him for situations like this, and we're going to talk about Charlie Morton and what he was able to do here in a second. But Max Freed, there's no one else you'd rather have going tonight than him as you try to go up 2-0 in this series. So a huge win for the Braves. But let's talk about Charlie Morton. Last night, uh, he gets hit with a comebacker in the right shin – And then the next inning, isn't able to finish. But he does get through six batters between having to come out of the game and getting hit in the right shin. Later revealed during the game that he suffered a broken leg. A fracture in his leg from that. What does that mean? That means he got six outs on a broken
1: leg. Yeah. I mean, he pitched well last night. He was still, like, throwing heaters on a broken leg. I can't relate. So, pretty (laughs) special Still throwing 98. Yeah, yeah, he was throwing some heaters last night. Um, man, it's proud of the Braves. I'll put it like that. Very proud.
0: I mean, PJ, neutral observer there. <clears throat> of course, oh, PJ's, kind Pittsburgh. Of neutral. PJ's Pittsburgh Pirates.
2: Yeah, I guess, but... Well, I, mean, I mean, I guess I, ev- I've, everyone I've outside of Houston,
0: everyone, I, saw, I saw like a heat map, and it was show like who everyone's rooting for. Yeah. And it was Texas <laughs> and Louisiana are obviously rooting for the Astros. And then Rhode Island's for... Some odd what reason. In the world? Yeah. I don't know what the Braves did to the state of Rhode Island, but, you know. <laughs> right. but it is what it is. But the rest of the country, so I mean, I'm, I'm including you in that, PJ. And obviously you work for our stations, and we carry the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. I mean, so you're I, just pulling for the home all, team.
2: All that. All that, for sure. I grew up watching TBS and the Braves, Chipper Jones, and in Pennsylvania as well. So, I, I mean, um, you know, they're they're one of my – I'm not a huge baseball fan, but that they're one of my favorite teams in, in baseball for sure. And – uh, seeing them on this run has has been extremely impressive, and then coming out last, of course, they're they're kind of the underdog in this one too. So like, well, not kind of, but I, I'm, you know, the the underdog in this one too. So just seeing how they've rallied together is, is made me a, a fan for this twenty one twenty twenty one team for sure. Um, and, and uh, seeing how they came out, like you said, Solar, Solaire, just oh, yeah. just crushing it, and uh, you know exactly what I'll give him props. Um, and I'm sure he'll give himself a, a little pat on the back when. Uh, 3-and-out comes up in a little bit. But uh, as Kevin Thomas talked about uh, on 3-and-out yesterday, getting that early jump, especially on the opposing pitching, that doesn't have the same kind of experience in the World Series that Charlie Morton does. Um, So I think you saw that a little bit, and you also saw the absolutely just on-fire bats of the Braves come out with momentum and keep momentum rolling, which is what you want to see in in this series, uh, obviously. But, yeah, Morton, man, what, what a gutsy performance to be able to get through that and i don't even know if gutsy is the words like yeah that's just that's i know they say like hard. sprains and stuff like that it could probably hurt more than breaks do from from time to time but still being able to go out there and, and play through that pain and not only just play through it not give up really anything get six outs with it is is insanely impressive and. It uh, just makes you want to rally for this team even more.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, again, every Braves hitter, I thought this was a cool stat, every Braves, uh, or at least starter, got a hit. Haradia uh, comes in for Jock Peterson but didn't get an A-B there. Uh, so every Braves starter gets a hit in that one, 12 total uh, in the game. And then you look over on the Astros, I think this was probably the story of the night for the Astros. Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman, a combined 0 for 9. Yeah. You're not going to win a lot of baseball games when they're doing that. Michael Brantley, dude, is like he is right now. They're Eddie Rosario. Mm-hmm. You just you can't get him out. He had three hits last night. Every time he came up, you're like, yeah, this is about to be a single. Just like slapping a single uh, into the outfield, going the other way. But it's it's going to be big. And I think that was the goal from the Braves was listen. Alvarez has been amazing. I'll take the back. You so you had Jose Altuve, uh, Alex Bregman, and Carlos Correa combined to go for. 0 for 12?
2: Man, yeah, like you said.
0: Some, some walks in there, but yeah. still.
2: Astros aren't going to win a lot with that.
0: Right, but, I mean, that's got to be the goal.
2: Absolutely. If you're the Braves,
0: yeah. you're like, listen, if Michael Brantley gets on, right, if Alvarez gets on, Kyle Tucker's been really good for them as well, okay, we can manage that. We just can't let those guys yeah. get hot. And I thought they did a really good job of managing Jose Altuve. I will say this, late in the game, the Astros missed a couple of home runs by, like, a foot. Yeah, yeah. Gary All had, like, the one that roped off of the wall in left field, and it was just, like, a couple of inches below the yellow line. And then I forget who it was, but somebody hit a ho- or hit a ball just, like, maybe a foot left of the foul pole. So, I mean, they, as, were, as they the, were right there.
2: As Braves fans, though, like, aren't we kind of expecting that nowadays? Are you, are, wait, 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 whoa. What? <laughs> I just said. I'm just said. I'm just said. I'm rooting for the Braves in this me? series. I'm rooting, just because you're rooting for the like Braves doesn't make you a Braves fan. Again, yeah. I never grew up with a specific team in the MLB. Sure, whatever. I like the Steelers a lot. And, PJ's
0: Philadelphia Phillies.
2: No, I, I've, ne- I've never really been a Phillies fan. Again, I grew up Good. watching Andrew Jones, Chip Jones on TBS, man, and like a little bit of the Cubs and the White Sox on uh, WGN, uh, but like. They Declare it right they now, PJ,
0: Declare it right now.
2: If I have to be a baseball fan, I'm a Braves fan.
0: Do, do we accept it? So right it? now, I'm a We're the council. Do we accept it?
2: No, I accept this it. This is a if,
0: very interesting, convenient time to become a Braves it, like fan. If the Pirates so are in the
2: World fan. Series, I'm rooting for the Pirates. But I, I'm see, still I've never a Braves been that, fan.
0: I've never been that person like where you have to root for someone. Well... Ah. I can observe a I can observe a game without being like oh, I got to pull for this team.
2: No, no, no. If it's like the Cardinals and you know whoever else, no, I, I don't care. Like, whatever. So why,
0: why? So you're pulling for Pittsburgh because they're in Pittsburgh?
2: Yeah. It's like the Eagles in the you know, Super know, Bowl. Because
0: Pittsburgh is home of PJ's Pittsburgh Pirates.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're sure. a Steelers fan, but then anyway, I am a Steelers judge. Fan. I yeah. shouldn't judge nobody. But you know what he
0: <laughs> said is he's a Steelers fan, but he pulls for the Eagles when they go to the Super Bowl.
2: When they're playing the Evil Empire and and yeah, the freaking hey Gross. and actually you, you want to know what at one point way back in the day the the Eagles and the Steelers came together when they didn't have enough people to field the team I believe that was uh, during World War II or something. It like always that. was, yeah. So <laughs> yeah,
0: that's where all the crazy they came come together from.
2: to become the Steagles. So. <laughs> I kind of look it up, man. He is. I think one or two years they (laughs) were the Steagles, so the the Pennsylvania Steagles. So I kind of am still rooting for my team when I root for the Eagles in the Super Bowl.
1: I thought you would line the Steagles. And really, I was just
2: rooting for Pennsylvania because, like, it's embarrassing to have a championship yet.
0: The council has spoken. We accept your fandom.
2: Okay, fantastic. I'm not going to be like going crazy like some of these
0: people, but you better be.
2: I mean, I'm a. I'm mean, like a bystander. Like. I was
0: also getting mad last night because we have friends that were trying to Type get me game. to go out <laughs> during the game.
1: Is game one go out? No, but they're, they're, hell, not Cam, really, they're not it's
2: really. They're not really your one. friends. Go out. That's all I'm saying. Cam, you,
0: uh, they don't know uh, you.
2: an Atlanta
0: team is in a championship. You defused the tension. No, I want I want to watch an Atlanta team in a championship.
1: Hey, I, like, I, I, I get I, I get it,
0: everyone yeah. doesn't care about sports like this or like. Uh, people root for teams that win championships all the time so it just becomes like another thing for them the last time an atlanta's professional sports team was in a championship and no for the love of god i am not including atlanta united i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry i recognize that mls is a professional sport
1: they don't count but when
0: i'm talking about like major championships the last time it's atlanta falcons think about how long ago that was Mm-hmm. now we're back yeah 17 yeah i'm going to be watching
1: every oh, yes, pitch of this no. world series i mean oh what well, they saying just go out to hang out or go out to watch the game
0: but like you go out to a bar to watch the game and you're with your friends nobody's actually
1: watching the game it's just yeah. kind of you just, know like kind of talking and drinking right. and eating appetizers hey, and, i know me if i'm out i'm watching i'm watching the game man but i mean it diffuses the tension it's just you don't know what you're gonna get from Atlanta. You guys teams don't want to so be go around, around me when just, my team loses. It's not ooh. a good time.
2: That's what I'm saying. Is like, oh yeah, I. I if they, I if hope there was the real win. friends, they wouldn't even invited him because they would have known. Thank First you, of all,
1: PJ. Second hope, <laughs> of all, I hope the Braves win for our sake.
2: So, so second of all, some of us are like you don't want to deal with me like that.
1: Like absolutely. <laughs> I don't want the tension diffused.
2: <laughs> I want yeah. the tension, man. When I'm when I'm watching my team. Yeah, I want to. I want to feel on Saturday.
0: No. Very often,
1: Cam. The last time the Braves were in the World Series, were you alive? No. Okay. Well, what was it? 98? Ninety-nine. Ninety-nine? I was one years old. Okay. Yes, I was alive. There you technically. go. Technically, yeah.
0: So this doesn't happen very often.
1: I guess so, man. I'll uh, let maybe, you guys have maybe
0: it. Maybe the Braves will end up being like the Dodgers and like the Astros where, you know, they're in it like three out of five years. It's starting years. to look like, like that, yeah, though. Yeah, I mean, you get Ronald Acuna and Soroka and those guys back. Like, maybe maybe they are. And you know what, Cam? When we're our third World Series in five years, yeah, maybe I'll go out and get a beer with you guys and watch the game.
2: Well, that's if you – have well, I'm not correct. Right. Yes, I, yeah, I'm
0: not, yes right. that is correct, PJ. Yeah. Nailed it.
2: Finish the job. Anyway. <laughs> finish I, I'm job. not. I, I, not I, I don't
0: want to jinx the Braves. I'm looking at the Braves right now. I think I'm so trying to Charlie to Morton getting hurt, I think, kind of puts this in a bind. At the same time, the Astros are in the same bind, bind too, because they're missing some starting pitching as well. Mm-hmm. But it does make the decisions interesting for the Atlanta Braves going forward. So you know your next two starters are going to be uh, Max Free tonight, And then after that, it's going to be Ian Anderson back in Atlanta for Game 3. Game 4 is where it's going to get mighty interesting. All right, so you have Freed going tonight. Friday is Game 3, so you'll have Ian Anderson there. Probably going to end up being a bullpen game in Game 4.
2: Yeah. Yeah, looking like it. Right, uh, and then uh, and
0: then game five, if you have to have it, which I'm assuming you will, game five, do you go free on short rest? That'd
2: be or do really you try short, to do yeah. the
0: other side of the bullpen? Like what some fans are suggesting, right. which I was like, okay, if you're up 3-0, maybe you do this, is just do a Kyle Wright game. Yeah. You're just like, listen, hey, if you can give us four innings and keep us in it, great. If we're up 3-0 and you just get absolutely shelled like you did last year in the, L- or the LCS – it is what it is. We're up 3-1. We'll come back with a starter, and our bullpen will be fresh. Or we can come back with a bullpen game, but with the good bullpen pieces. Right. So it's it's a game you're going to have to play now
1: that Charlie Morton's hurt. I mean, if you ask any Braves fan, can we go up 3-0, everybody's screaming, yeah.
0: Well, no, so. I'm just, I, I just I, I think you can. What do you do from that point? Right. Yeah. is What, what yeah. happens in game four when you're up 3-0? Do you just say, okay, we're up three. They have to sweep us here. Do you just send out Kyle Wright for game four and say, Listen, whatever you can give us, you can give us. I'll go with
1: what you say. I mean, yeah, I don't think you I think you stack what you do. all your eggs in one basket no, of a game. I don't think. You, I don't think you absolutely
0: blitz through your bullpen trying to sell out to win that one. If you're up 3-0, we're obviously looking two games ahead now. But if you do, I don't think you sell out, blow up your bullpen, trying to squeeze out one game. You try to get some long innings out of somebody. Maybe a Drew Smiley game, right? right, where you let him start. Which he went, what, four and a third? Yeah. Only gave him a couple of runs, so I mean...
2: It would do something like that. But no no, I think it would be kind of disaster if you, you try and go the other way and try and short pitch Max Fried or, or situation like that where it's it's then you're pressing. You know, then you're stepping right. out of your comfort zone. You're you're pressing to try and get it done. And if that doesn't work, then you're in a world of hurt Come because you know, then the, the Astros start to get momentum. They start to feel it a little bit. They're they're getting back on their rotation in a in a yeah. much better way in a much healthier. Well, way. Well, this so, is all, this is all talking
0: yeah. from a point of view of like, hey, dream scenario. You're up three. If, if they go three right, <laughs> there's a there's a distinct possibility you're back in Atlanta. It's one one. Yep. Right. I mean tonight, which but, even then, but huge it's, win. It's freaking Max Freed, man. Yeah. He is like we talk about Soroka and Ian Anderson's been really good. At that, not necessarily this year, but. Uh, last year, he was unbelievable in the playoffs. Like, those guys are really good. Max Fried is the ace on this team. Like, Charlie Morton's the old Wiley vet who's been in the World Series before, but he's done now. Right. Max Fried is your ace going forward. Yep. And Soroka is going to be a guy like that, too. And having that trio of Ian Anderson, Max Fried, and Mike Soroka is going to be nasty. If Washkari Noah can get back to where he was at in the past, great, which who knows what's going on with him, but hopefully he's not getting a fight with any more benches. But Max Fried <laughs> is your That's guy. It. He is he is your ace going forward. Yeah. And I, I think tonight it sets up really well for him. Kind of mm-hmm. like with uh kind of like with Luke Jackson, like he looked really good last night. Some teams he said it about the Dodgers. Like some teams are just your daddy. Yeah. And I think the Dodgers are a lot of people's daddies. Like right. it's like they they make a lot of pitchers look bad. Max Fried coming out against the Astros. I think he matches up well with them. Do you have another game where you don't get hits out of Altuve and Correa? Probably not. But you just got to spread them out and manage it. I thought the Braves did a really good job of that last night. Got game two coming up tonight. 8.08 first pitch. Seven o'clock pregame, PJ? That's it. Seven o'clock pregame coming up. So, hour after three. And now you get a little Mike Guller Jr. in your life. Before the pregame, and then 8:08 first pitch tonight. You'll be able to hear all the action right here on ESPN Radio. We got a lot of college football coming up this weekend. Obviously, Georgia and Florida, the marquee matchup. We'll dive into that more when we come back. Right here on, is this, is this your favorite Eric Clapton song? Yep, clearly. <laughs> it's a great song. Now, look, great song. Great result for the Braves last night. Yes. Great absolutely. weekend coming up for college football. Be down in Jacksonville this weekend for Georgia and oh god, PJ's pointing at me. You what? know what
2: that ensures, by the way, it's
0: going to be a bad weekend of college
2: football. No, no, oh. no. That ensures. See, that's an Atlanta Braves fan talking uh, right there, like a diehard, right? And an Atlanta fan.
0: Anyway, I did see. I did see something funny last night. They were like Braves fan. Like uh, was it Stephen Godfrey tweeted out. He's like, yeah. He's like, I got a lot of text messages from Braves fans right now that are happy and excited. He's like. Got a lot of grunts and silent nods from Atlanta fans. <laughs>
2: that is that is solid. But, uh, no, I mean, it just ensures that Saturday won't won't be doomsday altogether. You know, because there there was a worst-case scenario. So you're saying no
0: blood week this week?
2: There, there was a worst-case scenario that, that very very much could have played out. Can you please take me through for, that? For Atlanta fans. Holy cow. Oh, no. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, I don't no, want God. To. No. Exactly. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to stay away yeah. from it.
2: But I'm saying, thankfully— now we have avoided that, that's unless true. they just magically so, yeah, so like, count two wins for the yeah, Astros. That's fair. So
0: what P.J. is saying is Georgia loses to Florida, and yeah. they would have been swept by the Astros yeah, on Saturday. Bad. That would have been, yeah, that would have been... Uh, Punching the air. Soft Flying walls people. and... Yeah, soft... <laughs> no, soft walls I was about and, to say,
2: just air. Yeah, I've been fighting Soft fight walls and air.
0: restrictive clothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so no, now, now that's off the table. Yes. And I don't want to sound like that guy, but going into this game... Georgia can lose to Florida and it doesn't matter. Yeah, you still control your own destiny in the East. So, said, but
2: said, said that about Iowa. No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> just you still control anyway. your own
0: destiny in the East, but obviously you want to win this game. And reports are uh, we had Brooks on, uh, Brooks Austin on yesterday. Let's get a little more official. They're getting a little relaxed. Just calling him first name. Uh, yeah, calm down with that, right? No, he was on yesterday and he he's been reporting that what a lot of people observed as like really highly competitive practices mm-hmm. up in Athens. And like, that was a good practice. Like Kirby smart, then brought everybody together and like collectively ripped the entire team. He's like, you guys remember what happened last year? Yeah. You remember what happened last year? All right, good. I just want to make sure it's on everybody's mind. So uh, I think Georgia's going to be absolutely locked in for this football game, but I do. I told, I, I told PJ this on Monday cam. I think this is going to be a bloodbath. You have one of the best rushing teams in the country in Florida going up against the best run defense in the country, Florida's defense isn't bad, right? We had right. Demetrius Harvey on the show yesterday, and Florida has three losses this year, and in each game, a different portion of their team had a meltdown, hmm. right? You lose game. The first game you lose is to Alabama. You miss a damn extra point, and so you're mm-hmm. having to go for two at the end to try to tie the game up, Right. You lose to Kentucky. Your offense can't get out of its own way. You only put up 13 points in Lexington. You had over, was it 15 motion penalties on your offense? Yeah. Something. The block, the yeah. block field goal for a yeah, touchdown. Just, yeah, just, yeah. yeah, Wayne County's own Trevin Wallace uh, returning <laughs> that bad boy. There you but go. So you have, so there. So game two, it's your offense can't get out of its own way. And then the third game you lose to LSU where you, you couldn't stop anything. Yeah. Cam would have ran for 250 yards on Florida's defense in that game. They ran the same play over and over Mm -hmm. and over again so it's been a different phase of the game for Florida in each one of their losses Florida has a good offense they can run the football they ran the football all over Alabama they can run it and whoever's in Anthony Richardson or Emory Jones their one biggest flaw has been turning the football over Emory Jones already has nine interceptions this year and he Mm -hmm. hasn't taken all the snaps so That's been their thing, but if they're clicking, they're good. We saw it against Alabama. They stormed back from being down big early, right? The defense is good. They have good players on that defense. Former Georgia defensive end Brenton Cox might be the best of them. They've got good players on that defensive side of the ball. So I think if Florida comes out and plays their A game, this is going to be – georgia's toughest test of the season so far it, it florida, florida doesn't have a better record mm-hmm. and obviously they've already lost the head-to-head to kentucky but i think honest to god if you ask me who's a better team florida's a better team than kentucky
1: yeah i think we've had this conversation before when you play your rival the the record goes out i think records go out when you play the rivals but i will say this is like what you said kirby has reminded them pretty much all year like last year was embarrassing it was really embarrassing to watch. They just went up and down. Well, think on the about Georgia's
0: seasons last year, because we kind of we kind of wrote it off, right? Where mm-hmm. you you lose Alabama, you lose Florida, you have two losses. That's yeah, your season. You go to the Peach Bowl, you beat Cincinnati, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But think about it, like break it down. You were leading at halftime against Alabama, mm-hmm. and you had a fourteen to nothing lead against Florida.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was embarrassing. Like, this
0: is why they've been talking about this revenge tour, the unfinished mm-hmm. business, right? Like this is this is why Jordan Davis and Devonta White and those guys came back is because. Of how close they
1: were last year. I think it might get ugly Saturday, though. I, I, I think there's I,
0: a distinct possibility. Yeah,
1: I think it might get ugly. It's a rivalry, but it's a lot of things. Like you say, it's a revenge tour. I think it might get ugly as far as two to three touchdowns in this game. Florida, it, it, each loss has been, what, 2.77. I think yeah. this, this Saturday it might be a 14 to 20-point well, loss. What I find it
0: interesting is, number one, there's a historically big margin. Georgia's a 14-point favorite over Florida in this game. I can see that. I, I can see it, too. I mean... I can see the only game that they've had that was inside of that was Clemson. Yeah, yeah. And that that one was just that was a weird, weird game. Like the further we <laughs> get away from that game, the yeah, weirder that, that result is. Year, well, it? absolutely. I but think I, Georgia. I, I, th- I think like Florida was like or not like, Clemson. Third time's a charm. I think yeah. Clemson like in game <laughs> one was still living off of. Their name, mm-hmm. and so like Georgia was almost like scared to open the door too much because they're like, "That's Clemson right there, y'all." Yeah, and, like, they had, the defense was a lot better than it is right now because like uh, the, you've had a bunch of guys go down on that defense, like all Americans go down on that defense. So that Clemson defense is still raw, but yeah. offensively, you're like, "Damn, Georgia only put up ten points against Clemson."
2: Ah, uh, there's a lot of different things about that. I, I think that just goes to prove even more also about the the one game effect and. and college football everyone yeah. can have that game where it's just odd how close it is and and everything seems weird although like you said the the, the defense for Clemson was a lot more impressive uh, in that game than, than it was in others this year because of injuries and things like that but I, I would tend to agree with you guys uh, getting away from like the, the the rivalry part of this even though I know that's that's the biggest part right at storage of Florida and and everything like that. I certainly can't see it be it 14 it being 14. I can see it being 31 point win for for Georgia as well, because to me it's it's about going back to the matchups and it's like when we talked about Florida matching up with Kentucky um, it came down to me with with what could the running game from Kentucky and, and their offense do but again, it was Florida having struggles passing the football, turning over the football too much when they do try and pass it and not being able to run the ball against a good rush defense. And Kentucky is is that. And it, it, when you saw the matchup with Georgia, right, when Kentucky went to play Georgia, Kentucky's a good rushing football team against an extremely, extremely good run defense there in Georgia, really all-around defense there in Georgia. Yeah. So it's the the matchup-wise, it, it you take the lenses off of it's Georgia-Florida, it could get scary bad because it— they did storm back against Alabama too, but we can all agree. I think that that Alabama's defense. Well, yeah. I don't think is the same as Georgia's. I think Alabama's I don't think
0: offense is, has been better since then, and the defense has gotten better. Has gotten better, but, but it yeah, wasn't even, great. At, yeah. even at
2: that point. Like it wasn't an Alabama. And you
0: had Bryce Young making like his first incredible. like real SEC road yeah. start, so like it, it got loud in the swamp, and he just started pressing Tapered a little off bit and little making bit. mistakes. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, that, that's that's all I'm saying is is that's my main focus because I know. I'm I'm confident enough in this Georgia offense obviously to be able to put up points even against a a solid defense there in Florida. I don't think they're world beaters, but I think they're really good defensively. Uh but I, I just believe so much in this Georgia in Georgia's defense and I think where the matchups are important, it favors them in in pretty much every way. So
0: Well, PJ, you're talking about matchups. We're talking it, about it could the be universe. Like 27 to nothing. We're talking about the universe. We're yeah. talking about rivalries. Throw the record books out. I th- me
1: personally. Throw my, him out, Cam. My bad to Cam, no, you have to throw Cam, him out. Cam, um, throw him out. Throw You out. You throw have it to. out. Oh. Throw the record right. book out. Just do Thank it. you. All right, carry on. My bad, my bad. <laughs> but I will say this. I think if Georgia get, you know, get past Florida, which I, I predict they will, they have one more tough game on the, on the schedule, you know, at Tennessee. I don't think that's going to be an easy game. We saw kind of, you know, they gave Alabama a few fits at the beginning of the game when they played Bama, but uh, I'm real confident about Georgia handling business and I mean, dare I s- I'm not going to say it.
2: Say it's it. It's Wednesday, No, man. dare
1: I say it? And I think you're fine with me saying it because you're comfortable with me saying this. Georgia could finally have a season where they go undefeated, a regular season.
2: No, I mean, okay it's, it's very
1: – I mean, yeah, yeah. for the no. first time, we yeah. have the confidence to say, okay, the Bulldogs, they finished the regular season number one. They go into the SEC championship. Honestly, whatever ever happens happens as long as we're undefeated going into that thing. I really don't care. The goal is college football playoffs Here's, now. You, I don't well, really yeah. care.
0: Here's the reality when you're looking at Florida. Over their last, let's count them up, one, two, three, four, five, eight power five games, they're two and six. Ooh. One yeah. of those games is against Vanderbilt, the other one was Tennessee at home.
1: So they're about one and six.
2: <laughs> yeah, probably. One, one and <laughs> yeah, a half. One, Fair. And one and a half. Yeah, but no, you're. Yeah. you're
0: and you're going back to last year,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and your last eight Power Five games, you're two and six. It's crazy. That's where Florida's at right now. <laughs> you, you just we, we keep saying it. You don't want to be the get right game. Yeah. If no. you're if you're Georgia, you just want to go ahead and bury Dan Mullen, bury the Gators for the season. Let them have an entire off season where they're having to deal with controversy and recruiting classes and all that. This is one of those games where it's more than just a win.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: can kind of bury somebody, and I think that's what. Kirby Smart's goal is Nick Saban has done it to countless coaches.
2: Oh yeah. Countless Countless. coaches. He's done it to programs. Yeah, like yeah. Like you're like (laughs) you're you're
0: you're sitting there and you're kind of teetering on the edge, and then I mean I'll say I think he did it to Georgia. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Was it 2015? Yeah. Yeah. And and Georgia
0: was the number one team in the country, right? right? With Grayson Lambert at quarterback.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's right, yeah.
0: And Alabama came in and absolutely dismantled Georgia. That's like the Eddie Jackson.
2: And he kind of started that process a few years earlier, right? That was the
0: the Jake Coker team that were going to win the national championship. But just that devastating win in the rain in Athens, I think it kind of just, you had to hit a system reset as a program. You're like, oh my God, like we knew in 2008 Alabama was going to be good because it came to Athens and that kind of started the dynasty. And then from there they dominated. And then in 2015 you're like, all right, we're the number one team in the country. Maybe we're starting to come back here a little bit. Domination Damn. again, and you're like, "All right, we're not anywhere close."
2: I'll say at least Georgia's recovered. Their programs well, but no, like, but it, their programs but, like Florida State
0: and Michigan. Who, but it, but it forced you to hit a system reset. No, yeah. but think about it. Michigan State is finally bouncing back with yep. uh, Mel Tucker, right?
2: A little bit. We'll they see when they play. The they're, they're undefeated. Yeah. Playoffs, they're, they're
0: undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. USC coming into that game against Alabama to start the season was that? No, uh, was that in Dallas?
2: No, that, that yeah, that was yeah. that was yeah. so Florida bad State. That,
1: Florida State. Well, no, that's Florida another State's
2: one. the one that I always talk about, but, yeah. like, but like USC, that game was so bad I Louisville. forgot about it.
1: <laughs> Louisville. <laughs> I forgot about USC. Yeah. I, I mean,
0: do. I mean, Louisville in Orlando, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, and that was like Tua's like first like start in the regular season, right? When he right. was throwing to Jerry Judy, but. Uh, the USC game where, like, the USC players are, like, coming out of the tunnel and they're like, hold me back. Yeah. And they're sh- sh- shaking back and forth. and they just get absolutely smacked.
2: Just mantle <laughs>
0: Like, it's just you can do that to programs with certain mm-hmm. wins. And I think for Georgia, this could potentially be one of those. Like I said, coming into this game, last eight Power 5 games, Florida's won twice.
2: It's an amazing stat. Yeah. Twice. Uh, that's, that's, that's amazing. And, and again, If, like, if
0: Georgia puts something on them like they did in 2017 – like a forty-two to seven, yeah, that could be system reset time for the Gators.
2: True, I would
1: love Just it.
0: Just put it out there. We talked about this on on uh, with Demetrius Harvey yesterday. Is Dan Mullen when you when you have that abrasive kind of personality, yeah, like he has? It's cool when you're winning. When you're kind of the jokester and you can kind of be a jerk to people and you're sarcastic and you're making quips about we played our last game three weeks ago after you get beat by Oklahoma, right? Like when you're making stuff like that, but you're winning for the most part, that's fine. When you're abrasive and you're saying pack out a stadium, like during the middle of a pandemic and stuff like that, that starts coming home to roost when you're not good. Yep. So that's, I've got a bad feeling. That's where the Gators are at. If you're Georgia, don't let them up off the mat, I guess is the best way to put it. Just go ahead. Don't play down to your competition. But uh, you guys know me. Uh, Four and three doesn't matter. This is Georgia, Florida. Yeah, I no. And we've seen it so many times, so many weird things happen in the past. I think Florida completed, like, three passes one time and beat Georgia in the not-too-distant pass. Like, not back in 1940, Treon Harris yeah. beat Georgia, Well, that's and it what, was that, just on the ground. That's so what it's, I'm sitting over here thinking is, yeah. like,
2: I said what I said. Now, like, hopefully that doesn't happen where it's just, like, you can't. You can't even tackle Florida's running backs and and, yep. and Emory Jones or whatever. But uh, no, I'm I'm right there with you. And it, you can't have you can't have last year happen. You can't come out with with a hot start. Well, and listen, Have everything feeling this. good. I'll say this. Ky-
0: Kyle Pitts and Kyle Trask ain't walking through those doors.
2: Yeah, no, not at all. Nah. So
0: that that's where that's at. Yeah, so there sure. is
1: Tony. Nah.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, it wasn't Kadarius Toney. It was the running backs on those wheel routes. I think they went for like 260 yards receiving from the running backs.
1: Don't even get me started on so the wheel routes. Wheel routes, routes that, yeah, that was to that was me.
2: Wheel I, routes and jet sweeps, <laughs>
0: there, there are some lines from this weekend though I do want to talk about. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll come back. There are some interesting lines from Vegas that I want to dive into. We'll go into that next right here on Second Down. Second down on ESPN radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. Christian Gokel alongside PJ Zuko and Cam Urshery here on second down. Got some lines to dive into from this weekend of college football. Really big games coming up. You have number six Michigan at number eight Michigan State. I think this is still a, a relatively big game. You have number nine Iowa hitting the road to take on Wisconsin. That's big in the Big East race, right? Big East. Big Ten race. (laughs) What is that? I don't know where I'm at. You know, you know me. Georgia, Florida, obviously, is a big one. And then, uh, how about number ten Ole Miss at number eighteen Auburn? That's going to be awesome. Kentucky, Mississippi State, should be a good one. You got a look. I don't know how much you guys have been watching the uh, Old American Conference. You guys, big fans of American football?
2: No, always. SMU and
0: Houston. Can you guys guess what their combined record is? Um, no, nah, I know for a fact SMU seven and zero though.
2: Yeah, they're undefeated. That'd I'm pretty sure Houston is like six and one. Yeah, thirteen right? and one. Yeah,
0: it's a combined record in that one. That's gonna be a fun one. Penn State, Ohio State, that is a top twenty matchup right there. North Carolina, Notre Dame should be fun Shit. as well. But yeah. I want to go through some of these lines and let, let's just go ahead and out of the way. PJ, Ohio State is an eighteen and a half point favorite.
2: Should be thirty. Should be thirty. Should he be says. thirty. All right, well, 30. we'll go ahead and move I on. I mean, you have that offensive performance. I mean, what do you want me to say? Although I did just yeah. read something that said supposedly Sean Clifford should be hundred percent by Saturday, but I mean, like that's what is, whatever. What does that mean? I mean, maybe maybe that means uh, maybe it's for eighteen <laughs> points. Maybe, maybe that means we we won't be sending him out for passes, and yeah. he won't be you know taking forty five seconds to get off the turf probably fair whenever he gets touched but we'll see
0: but let's talk about some of these i want to talk about the over-unders because these make me happy all right number nine iowa is at wisconsin first of all wisconsin is a three and a half point favorite over a top 10 <laughs> team and they're unranked I don't understand that. that's can't welcome to the big 10 uh that. that's that's all you need to know also welcome to the big 10 over under in that game 36 and a half points
2: yes that's yeah. ridiculous that is fantastic. But I the, I, I, say, I
0: think that would be a damn barn burner if they got to that. It's like you're telling me both teams can score 17 points <laughs> and they still wouldn't be there. But I mean, <laughs> that's dang. amazing.
2: No, but I, I know, like, I know how bad this sounds, especially with with my team and the the game. You know, we just played this past Saturday. But I'm not insanely surprised. Like, those are two of the worst offenses in the Big Ten. They are. <laughs> they just are. Yes. And the, the like, the only reason why. I'm not gonna go there, but no, yeah, absolutely. They're 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 really really bad. So if you really want to watch just I form, we're gonna mm. just run it into your defensive tackles to gain two yards yes, every please. play. Watch Wisconsin and Iowa.
0: Yeah, that should I'm, be fun. I'm here for that. All right, how about this? After last year, which was just, I mean, Florida almost put this up on Georgia by themselves. Over under, down to Jacksonville, 51 points.
2: Uh, I could see that. Like
1: like. Forty-one ten.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> yeah, like 4117
0: I think that's fascinating. That's, that, that, yeah. that that line is that low.
1: Really low. No, nah, I do oh, the, think the, that's oh, low. Oh, the line. The over under.
2: Yeah.
1: I do think no, no, that's no. low. What was the over under last year? Oh, the,
0: well over under last year I could not tell you, but I know you went over it. I don't know, yeah, man. I think mean, yeah, they're
2: pretty, two pretty good defensive football teams coming together, and I I, I think it's just how how you have. I you mean, know, what I'm what uh, I'm, I'm reading from that is, is like, it's going
0: to be either a tight, low-scoring game, like the winner gets out of there like 27-24 in their opinion, or it's going to be a blowout.
2: They yeah. set the line too, right? So it's a, a fourteen-point favorite. You've seen so. like
1: Kentucky, Georgia, 30-13. Something like that. They might but, be. But that they get that doesn't like that. get you close. Yeah, it doesn't get you close. You need another though,
0: touchdown yeah. in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, and a two point conversion. Yep. Mm.
0: I think that was interesting. Uh, there's a couple other here. Auburn, two and a half point favorites over number ten Ole Miss at home. That one, 66 point over under.
2: Yeah, that
0: makes uh, oh sense. Oh yeah. well, well, I don't yes know. The, Ole Miss's offense. Ole Miss's offense all of a sudden isn't started to slow down a little slapping bit. Slapping like
2: it was. Yeah. And Auburn all of a sudden is is looking pretty like good. But they put but up 52
0: against Arkansas in the last two weeks. I mean, it's funny to say because they've won both games. But I mean, they've only put up 31 points in back to back weeks. Right. Is everything okay? Yeah.
2: you guys? You guys gonna <laughs> is be alright? okay? Well, I mean, I think they get cl- back. But on they're track.
0: clearly playing the best defense out of the three games, right? They played at Tennessee, put up 31 points. They were home against LSU, only put up 31 points. And now you're taking on Auburn. That's a pretty salty defense there.
2: It's a salty defense, but it's also a a, mo- is playing a out of moody his mind right now. For now, right now, he's, he's, a, he's a that's a moody he's, offense. He's, he's just it getting is.
0: comfortable in this offense, and Tank Bigsby just got healthy.
2: I don't know. We'll He'll see. One of the best names for a running I back I've
0: ever heard. Ole by Miss the way, that game, man. I really yeah. want to see we'll Old Miss run the keep table. Keep researching it. Tank Bigsby is still averaging still, over five yards a carry. I don't know.
2: Still, somewhat surprised that Auburn's favored. They're at that, right home. That's odd to me.
1: That's gonna be a tough game, though. I hope Ole Miss. I want them to run the table. I do, run the table. Go, just one loss. You know who's still hanging out out
0: there, in our peripheral. What in you what way? You can't really see him, but you can feel him. Mm. Notre Dame. Oh Lord.
2: I just want to forget about.
0: Them. They're six and one just for good. They're back to number eleven in the country. <laughs> Why are they ranked right that high? They're playing North <laughs> Carolina at home.
2: Oh yeah, it's one of their ACC games. Yeah,
0: seven thirty kick.
2: Oh, prime time? All right, they'll win that by two.
1: Nah, give good. me North Carolina. Heck no.
0: Well,
2: Cam, we're already doing We're no, no, do no, no.
0: two more days, oh, man. I'm sorry.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm just upset that they're still ranked number 11. What's I'm tired of hearing Notre Dame every uh, Notre Dame is favored
2: year. by three and a half points in that game. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm That's a little high for me, that. actually. Because Notre Dame uh, makes every game PJ, interesting. PJ,
0: I love you, but Penn State now cannot represent the Big Ten probably in the College Bowl
2: playoff. They can't represent... Anybody, man. They can't represent me. Like God,
0: I am rooting because I think it would be the most Big Ten thing ever. A three-loss Wisconsin Big Ten champion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would Graham
0: Mertz, well, no. Big Ten champion quarterback.
2: That would be remarkable. I mean, that that would mean they'd be able to throw a forward pass because, uh, I mean, the, the four defenses you have from the Big Ten East that could possibly be representing Mertz, the Big Ten East. They
0: the, they have played seven games, and he has not broken a 1,000 yards yet.
2: Really good defenses, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Stetson Bennett on the flip side that,
0: has started three games and has more yards than Graham Mertz passing. Ooh, I mean, I sense. haven't watched much big-time football. Threw, so. He
2: also threw 15 interceptions against uh, Notre Dame there in the, four, in the fourth quarter.
0: quarter. Can you guess what that QBR is so, looking like for old Graham Mertz?
2: Probably like a 17 and a half.
0: You can't undersell him. My I man's got a 26. Woo!
1: Man,
2: dang I really thought I was close. Like That might, might have sounded sarcastic, but I really thought I was going to be close on that
1: one. Big Ten football is really he's throwing, like he's that slow the he's team. He's thrown Hold two on. touchdowns in seven games. Two touchdowns in seven games? It Why depends is he on still starting?
2: That's all I'm saying. Don't let don't let him don't, don't let this phase you. It depends on the team. Each team, the Big Ten kind of has their own thing, right? Just, that has their own identity. Iowa and Wisconsin, they're never going to throw a forward pass unless they have someone transfer in that's really good. So, like, the one year Russell Wilson came in, that that was an outlier for Wisconsin. Okay, and yeah. they lit up the scoreboard, and everyone no no one knew what to do mm-hmm. because they were like they could throw a forward pass. I was the same way. Ohio well, w- State, they're always going to light up the scoreboard.
1: Wisconsin's been running. You
2: know what I mean? ball Penn forever, State's going to kind of be in between. Michigan's going. How many years in a row did
0: like Wisconsin have like the all-time leading rusher in a single season?
1: Jonathan Taylor, Monty Ball. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's, it always happens. Back. I'm missing one other running back, Melvin now. Gordon. They got one this year that's the best really good. One. You transferred yeah. in from Clemson.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know his name because like, but it, dang it, he's good. He, he's good, but he's just. Everyone knows now, and just put 11 people in the box, and you're good. Well, when did you ever not think
0: that? <laughs> Chez Malusi? Yeah. He's their leading rusher. He's really solid.
2: Oh yes he He's solid. Mm, it, I, do, I mean, it's some good games I do
0: love this when week, PJ's though. back on because, man, we get back into our Big Ten football talk.
2: You guys always do this. Like, yeah, you, you, know, you bring up the teams in the here's what, I am, and stuff. here's
0: what I'm going to do. I'm going to take us for a break. we got more to come here Go on ahead. second down. Big weekend coming up, and it all starts tomorrow at the Westin on Jekyll Island. We will be broadcasting live from 2 to 6 p.m. out at the beautiful Westin on Jekyll Island. Come out, say hello, hang out. I mean, we are going to be a stone's throw or a shell's throw away from the beach. It's supposed to be absolutely gorgeous this weekend, so we'll be out there tomorrow and Friday from 2 to 6. And then on Friday, starting at 7 o'clock, we have Ben Troops, Florida Georgia Legend Series, third annual. Plenty of stars going to be out. I mean, you have the legendary running back, Willie McClendon. You have Florida's all time leading receiver, Carlos Alvarez, is going to be on hand, and many others. So, really looking forward to that. Come on out again. It kicks off at 7 p.m. on Friday night, getting you ready for the big game in Jacksonville. You can find more information on ESPN Coastal. about that. And then coming up a little bit later tonight, starting at 7 o'clock, Braves pregame, and then game two of the World Series as Max Fried takes the mound for your Atlanta Braves. Three and out, up next.